Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, she spent 30 years at DPD in law enforcement before retiring, and now she's helping others navigate and plan their own retirement. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly show. Well, I have to be honest, when I retired from television news after 25 years, it was one of the most gut-wrenching decisions I'd ever made. I'm so glad that I did now, but my whole identity uh, ever since I was 20 years old was television reporter. Kimberly Stratman can certainly identify with that. She was a law enforcement officer with DPD for 30 years before retiring to become a life coach and retirement life coach. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Well, I love the niche that you've carved out for yourself. First, let's talk about your law enforcement career. What was that like? Um, I loved it. I, I really enjoyed serving the community. I enjoyed serving the other officers. I have the unique ability to accept people for what they are and um, really want them to do their best regardless if they're um, currently law enforcement or in retirement. But while I was working for the city of Dallas, I had some great opportunities. And while there were some very bad parts in police work, um, sure. I do like to look back at the positive of it. Sure. We've got some pictures of you in your cop days. Oh, I guess that's a, kind of a montage of stuff, <laughs> but you standing on top of that unit, that's pretty cool. And, then, and you married a cop. Yes, yes. My husband, we've been married 17 years. Wow. And he's still on the SWAT team? Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Ben, and uh, yeah, I know you're fond of the yes, canine unit. Yes, yes. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Now, when you look back on that, I mean, that was... Uh, I, I'm sure there were boring days, but uh, for the most part, it's go, 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 go. It is. It's go, 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 and then it's long periods of nothing, and then go, go, go. And that is actually one of the things that people have to um, acknowledge going into retirement is it isn't going to be the same. And so you have to find things that still interest you, still challenge you. Sure. Because as a first responder, you have 20, 30, or 40 years in retirement. Right. And you have to find a way to replace that adrenaline in a healthy way. Yeah. And uh, much like being a television reporter, uh, being a cop, I'm sure that was your identity. I mean, 30 years yeah. in, in uniform. <laughs> so when, when other cops are finally deciding to retire, they, they miss, uh, obviously, the action. They probably also miss the, um, the feeling of being in control. Absolutely. Um, you have to make decisions for other people, for yourself, um, quickly. You don't always have a lot of time to make them. You have to be very confident. You have to be an expert at a lot of things. And so when you retire, you have to find a way to still get that feeling. Sure. And it's, it's not negative. Um, some people say, well, that's ego. It isn't all ego. It's survival. And it does become your identity. And I think any successful person, like you said, in, in right. the news world, when you leave that, it can be very, very difficult. 
Well, imagine if your whole entire family life, your whole entire life revolved around your work schedule, your training, your assignments, what the public thought about you, what was going on, and then one day it just stops. Right. So you have to think, who am I? Do you find, uh, do a lot of people in law enforcement uh, suffer from depression when they retire? Yes. Unfortunately, any retire, everybody who retires, there's an increase of depression, alcoholism, suicide, illegal drug use, divorce, um, but even more so in first responders. Yes, sure, sir. sure. Yes, Let's uh, scroll down your website because I, I really appreciate uh, how uh, it was put okay. together and you have a, a great <laughs> smile. I'm, I'm sure you, you're very relatable. So when you're coaching somebody who is a first responder, um, you've walked more than a mile in their shoes. Yes, sir. And so um, tell me about a, a client that you've helped recently. You don't have to name their name, mm -hmm. but just like what was, the, what was their problem? What did you help them um, you know, discover about themselves? Okay. So what we find with a lot of the clients, um, they think that retirement is just going to be easy. They've worked hard. They've saved their money. They know they want to travel. They want to spend time with their friends, with their family. But they don't realize that they've retired and it's a different schedule now. What you only had a week or two weeks to do while you were working, you now have the whole year to do. Mm -hmm. And it gets boring quickly. Right. It gets boring quickly. Um, and so we had to have the conversation of what do you want to be? Not what do you want to do, but what do you want to be? Do you want to be secure? Do you want to be um, in a thrilling type life? Do you want to be in a life of service? What is it that you want to do so that they can start making their schedule? And then one of the things that comes up a lot also is when you retire, you're going to hang out with all your buddies, right? But your buddies are still working. Right. Or they live on the other side of the Metroplex. And then you want to spend time with your, and this sounds really negative, but I think everybody really needs to think about it. If you've had 20 or 30 years of not putting your family first, and all of a sudden you've retired and you want to spend time with your family, they don't, they don't really need you so much anymore. Right. And it's easy to say that you were doing it for them. You were making the money for them. You were paying for college, paying for the vacations and all that stuff. In reality, when you want to spend time with them. Right. It's like that uh, cats in the cradle. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's heartbreaking. It can be fixed. Mm -hmm. It can be fixed. The biggest thing that I would like people to think about is to always stay curious and always approach your life with the idea of saying yes. Mm. So that when those relationships aren't going the way they should go, be curious, find out why, and say yes to opportunity. When your schedule looks like, what am I going to do? How do I fill my time? Stay curious. Sure. Stay open to yes. And if you're looking at this right now saying, hey, I think I, I just found my retirement coach, I, I urge you to go to Kimberly's YouTube channel because she just has endless amounts of content out there. It'll give you a sense of as to who she is. What are some of the topics that you like to get into um, when you're making your videos? Um, I like to do real life topics. Um, it's kind of funny, but the research does follow real life. And um, when I did my training to get certified for as a life coach and as a um, retirement life coach, I'm able to take the expert side of it, the training side of it, and relate it to my life. And if I can relate it to my life, I can relate it to other people's mm. lives. And that's my main thing. I don't want to preach to people. I don't want to lecture people. I kind of like want to have a conversation. I want to um, offer some information. And then I want them to personalize it and make it click for themselves. How did you decide to do this? I mean, what, what led to this? 
Okay, so when I retired, I had a list of things I wanted to do. I um, had facilitated for Dave Ramsey for several, several years, and they have a program called um, Retire Inspired. And we led that to all the police officers in the police department. So I kind of had an idea what I wanted to do when I retired. And I did all that. I did it. <laughs> and then you're like, now what? <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it. I loved what I did. And, and none of it was bad. None of it was wrong. I did it. But then people came to me and said, you know, you're a coach. I'm like, no, I'm not a coach. I'm done with people. I'm done with people. I, I've, I've served enough. I'm done with people. But I really wasn't done with people. And a couple of friends came to me and said, you need to monetize this. You know, you do this all the time. I was teaching for free. I was public speaking for free. I was coaching for free. And I finally realized I don't really trust the pension system. I was, you know, 55 years old, 56 years old. I have a lot of life ahead of me. If I'm going to tell other people that, I need to live that way also. So my husband and I decided that it was best for me to be professional about this. And so I got my I'm certified life coach, six-month program, lots of work, lots of studying. I said I would never go back to school. Well, never say never. Because I went back and I certified life coach, and but I wanted to continue to serve police officers. And I recognized how I needed to be served, and there hadn't been anybody there to help me. Yes. So I decided I'm going to do that. We researched it. We found a retirement um, coaching company, and it just fell into place. I have to imagine that some of the um, verbal skills that you learned in law enforcement apply to today's um, you know, career, right? It, it does. Um, I can be very direct sometimes, mm -hmm. and sometimes I want to just say something like, you need to do this. And that's why we called it to the point, coach. Really? But that's not what coaching is about. Coaching is about asking questions and getting the individual to find the answers within themselves. So if the client is being stubborn, uh, do you find yourself wanting to say freeze <laughs> up against the wall? <laughs> I have been known to say stop. <laughs> Make a better decision. I've been known to say that. I, I will admit that. But she doesn't use the taser, so don't <laughs> no, worry no, about no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, we're almost out of time, Kimberly. You've been a delightful guest. What, final thoughts. If somebody's watching this right now thinking, I, I think I may have found my coach, what would be the next step? What happens? Um, the next step is, it depends upon where you are in your retirement. If you are realizing that you need to retire, but you haven't really accepted that, let's work on that. Let's get you closer to where you can confidently retire. If you're right at that point of retiring, it's not too late. It's not too late. We can still get you comfortable. That is our goal. We want you to be confident in your life. If you've already retired and it isn't going the way that you want it to go, again, it's not too late. It's just questions. Mm. It's just looking at your life, where you want to be, and what you want and getting you there. Outstanding. Well, thank you for your service, both uh, on the DPD and, and the service that you're giving to our first responders right now. We're going to end with the website, which is tothepointcoach.org. Uh, Kimberly Stratman, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.